What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Going to be joined by Wes Goldberg in just a minute. The Dubs are taking on the Celtics tonight, but that's not the news. Steve Kerr talked about Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and their potential returns towards the end of the season. The luxury tax number is lower than everyone thought. And Steve Kerr talked about the center position, something that's been a, a major topic on this podcast for a long time time we're going to get to all of that in just a minute here on locked on warriors on the locked on podcast network your team every day you are locked on warriors your daily golden state warriors podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day what is up everybody welcome into locked on warriors i'm your host charles t hamilton west goldberg joining me from beantown in just a minute dubs taking on the Celtics tonight going to be a tough matchup for the dubs is it just seems like every team is a tough matchup for the dubs this year but the news today is Steve Kerr talks about Steph and Clay and their potential returns how they're not going to be tanking for the number one uh, overall pick and also the center position which was interesting to hear because as they've gotten some good production they're still missing the prototypical center and Steve Kerr is not running away from that he's he knows it and knows it's probably something they're going to have to address. And one thing that came out today as well that will affect the Warriors is the fact that the luxury tax number is lower than they thought it was going to be next season. And there's a lot of convoluted CBA BS that goes into it, but just know that it, it's, uh, it's not a good thing, not a good thing for the Warriors, and uh, we'll see how it might affect them moving forward. But first... Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, MyBookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sideline and get in on the action with MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain my bookie wants you to get your mind off everything else and back on the game if you join right now my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars that means if you deposit two thousand you get an extra thousand bucks in free money to play with just use promo code locked on nba to activate the offer once again, that's promo code locked on NBA to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today and use promo code L O C K E D O N N B A. You play, you win, you get paid. Wes, you are obviously in Beantown still getting ready for uh, tonight's game. But I guess some of the biggest news today is Steve Kerr recently talked to uh, you media types and uh, was asked about. Steph and Clay and their potential to play this year. Uh, I'm just going to toss it off to you, man. Uh, what what did he have to say? What updates did he have uh, as far as the Splash Brothers are concerned? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think it was anything necessarily new as far as their availability potentially. I think we all expect, you know, Steph Curry's going to get reevaluated on February 1. We expect him to play again, most likely in March. Clay Thompson, that seems like more of a stretch. Um, he, you know, Steve Curry isn't ruling it out, but he's, He's basically saying it's highly unlikely that he would play, given that, you know, an ACL tear typically takes, you know, a year to recover from. And, you know, by the end of the season, it would only be about the nine-month mark. So 
Uh, with all of that in mind, he he was asked, "Hey, like, would you consider resting Steph Curry or delaying his return in order to make sure that you have the best odds in the NBA draft lottery? Would you ever do that? At maybe even at, at the end of the season, would you just rest him in order to make sure that you have the best odds in the number one pick?" And he basically said, "No, I'm not going to do that." Um, and the reasoning for that was because the team is 10 and 38 and he doesn't like losing and he's not going to just sacrifice uh, potential wins for the name of, you know, just losing games and trying to get the number one pick. So uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't think it was anything that we didn't expect, um, but it was just interesting to hear him voice that. Yeah. You sent me the exact quote. He said, we haven't spent one second discussing that dynamic that winning could hurt us when you're 10 and 38 winning sounds really good. And on top of that, yeah, the, the number one overall pick, the worst record, uh, you know, best chances to get number one overall pick is not the same as it used to be. Really, you just need right. to be bottom three, which, look, I, I think even, you know, if Steph comes back March 1st, they're not going to play themselves out of the bottom three. And the only positive of having the worst record is you're guaranteed a top five pick. You're not guaranteed that number one pick right. at all. So it, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, it's fun. It, it's always funny to me when questions like that get asked as if Steve's going to be like, oh, yeah, no, we're, we'd sit him. We'd exactly. Yeah. But we're, it's, we're it's, being, a yeah. Thought, it's a fun thought exercise, right? Because the uh-huh. Warriors are, are 10 and 38. They're on pace to win 17 games this season. If Steph Curry comes back, let's call it March 1st. Mm-hmm. If he comes back on March 1st, he'll be available for 22 games. How much does he realistically increase the odds of this team winning more than 17 games? I don't know. You, you know, if Steph Curry's available for 22 games, um, knocking off the rust, doing all these things, maybe uh, having his minutes restricted a little bit for, you know, the first 10 to 15 games. Um, what are we looking at, really? I mean, uh, instead of 17 wins, do they win 20 games? Um, and is that enough to take them out of that bottom three? Because all the teams in the, in the bottom three in the standings have a 14% chance of the number one pick with these new smoothed out odds, you know, implemented last year. Uh so the Warriors can have any of the top, the worst three records in the league and still have the same exact odds of getting the number one pick. And I think that's important to remember here. Yeah. And that is also assuming that he would come back March 1st and be available for the 22 games. And even if right. he is back on March 1st and technically available, I would still imagine he's only active for 15 to 18. Um, I, I, I don't think they would uh, play him all 22 that he would be you know available yeah. for so there's there's a lot of pieces to go with it uh the clay stuff was interesting um just because i don't know you, you know acl takes takes longer for different people or, or shorter for different people i think we look at i know it's a different sport but we look at adrian peterson coming back you know after six months and uh not everyone's going to be able to do that so we'll see like if he's available for the last handful of games and the doctors clear him, is it worth playing him for that? Or, I, you know, I, I don't know. It'll be an interesting decision if it comes down to that. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've maintained that I don't think that it's completely out of the realm of possibility that he could play him. But if he does play it, we're talking about a, a very small sample, two, three, four, four games, something like that, just so that he can put some stress on that knee and gain some confidence mm-hmm. going into the summer. But it wouldn't be for anything more than that. It probably wouldn't be for a whole lot of minutes either. No, and, you know, maybe put some of the mental aspect behind him of, exactly. you know, can the knee hold up? So he's not sitting there thinking about that all summer. But, again, we'll just have to wait and see. There was some more news that came out today uh, about the league and the 
luxury tax and the salary cap going into next year uh, that affects the Warriors pretty specifically. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, are you looking for a spring vacation? Follow your favorite baseball teams to Arizona for Cactus League Spring Training. Amazing weather and landscapes, exciting outdoor adventure, incredible food. Arizona is the perfect home base for baseball fans. You get to follow your favorite baseball team to Arizona for Cactus League, 10 stadiums, 15 MLB teams, 75-degree temperatures. All 10 stadiums are in the greater Phoenix area within 50 miles. Meet the players and get autographs before games. It's such a great experience, guys. It's like summer league in the NBA. You're you're rubbing shoulders with these guys at the local restaurants and bars. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime experience for a baseball fan. It's also completely family-friendly. Bringing kids along to spring training, it's a fantastic destination for families. Family-friendly resorts and hotels offer plenty of fun for kids of all ages, from water parks to horseback rides to games and activities. Arizona has tons of stuff for kids to do and see, like wildlife parks, science museums, aquariums, and dude ranches. Plan your spring training getaway at visitarizona.com slash springtraining. That is visitarizona.com slash springtraining. Wes, with this being a quote-unquote lost year for the Warriors, so to speak, a, a gap year, a, uh, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, rebuilding, re- retooling, reloading, whatever. The luxury tax has become a, a topic that we've talked about recently, uh, considering the Warriors are looking at playing, paying the repeater tax, which is way more punitive than just the luxury tax. A lot of complicated CBA BS uh, goes into it. But the news came out today that the uh, luxury tax is going to be lower than initially thought next year uh, than than earlier projections. So it's still going to go up about five or six million dollars, but they were thinking that it would go up around six or seven million dollars. So the Warriors are going to be paying more luxury tax than originally planned next year. And I'm wondering, do you think this might motivate them even more to try and, and make some drastic moves to avoid the luxury tax this year. So then they avoid the repeater tax next year. Yeah. I mean, they were already going to be in that repeater tax. What we're talking about basically is just because of the $1 million difference you're in that repeater tax, just the exponential growth of that just is a lot more than a million dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think if you're Joe Lakeup, you get that news today and you're just like, ah, that kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> and that's probably your reaction. But I don't know that it necessarily changes the internal calculus of the team as far as just the strategy. Like, if this was something that they were going to try to do to get out of the luxury tax and, and avoid the repeater tax, uh, they probably were just going to do that anyway, or at least attempt to do that anyway. Um, I don't think that this news today is, is is so extreme that they said, okay, let's change let's change strategy, let's you know change course here. And get out of this thing. I think if that had already been decided that they want to try to do that, then they would have just gone forward and done that, or or would will go down go forward and do that at some point. Yeah, you know, I I, I trust Lakeup that money won't be an issue. I mean, they're practically printing money at Chase Center, but at a certain point, you know, if you're not winning championships, those luxury tax checks uh, continue to hurt more and more uh, for you know a a you know second round loss or something like that. But again, well, we'll have to wait and see you know, if that's, uh, that's the case or not. Uh, but he's also always mentioned that, you know, as long as the question is a paycheck, like if, if it's a money thing, then, you know, the Warriors don't have to worry about it. Uh, one more interesting thing that Steve Kerr brought up today was he did talk about the center position 
and Kavon Looney and Marquise Chris specifically uh, talking about center spot for next year and basically said, look, even if those two are healthy and good to go, you know, we're probably going to have to look for another center. And that's something you and I have talked about uh, for, you know, most of the season on, on here because they just lack a classic center. And I think Steve Kerr kind of addressed that today. Yeah, and you know, I thought again, it was just it was, it was an interesting day for things that like Steve Kerr just like voicing the stuff that we kind of already suspected or knew. Um, but in this yeah. in this respect, I mean, yeah, they've been getting uh, bullied by traditional fives all season long, and uh, they I think that he sees that um, they shipped off Willie Colley Stein, who wasn't necessarily helping in that regard, and they're going to go ahead and, and look to probably bring in one of those sort of Andrew Bogut, Zaza Pachulia type bodies. Uh, just to add to the bullpen. Yeah, I mean, I I do this every year at the start of the year. I'll look at, you know, uh, upcoming free agents and who might fit uh, at every position. And as far as centers are concerned in big bodies, it's not a great group. I mean, there's Hassan Whiteside, Alex Len, Kylo Quinn, Derek Favors. And I mean, I guess Bismack Biombo if you want to throw him in there. So it's not yeah. a deep group and – it's always interesting to me where a, a down year as far as free agency is concerned, where there's not big stars, will lesser players get overpaid or is it the other way and no one wants to overpay a lesser player? So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, and another part of it is that trade exception. Who knows, you know, uh, if, if I know Dwayne Dedman's had a very poor year, but the Kings would be willing to shed him and probably add a pick along with it. And potentially, you know, you got a guy who can, fill that role. But again, that'd be a lot of money and et cetera. And just a, a, a random thought, but as far as filling that center position is concerned, it's, it's just interesting. Like you said, for Steve Kerr to put a voice to something that we've, you know, kind of figured for a while. Um, it'd be like him saying, yeah, we're not going to play Steph, <laughs> which is not. The case. So <laughs> right. Dubs on the Celtics night, uh, West Dubs, Dubs get a win. Let's hear it. Nope. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Uh, We'll still watch and we'll still have a breakdown for you after the game. Thank you guys so much for listening to Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.